We have a new little uh, evening ritual right about 7 o'clock. You get a FaceTime from Grayson mm-hmm. looking for homework help. Yes. He's uh, six, six and a half now, mm-hmm. for those that don't know. So this first grade. He's in first grade. And so the math is uh, and the writing is starting to get a little more involved. And so they get the homework to go home and work on it. Right. I'm opposed to homework even now, by the way. I am also opposed to homework. Maybe I just I really have PTSD am. from how much I hated being in school, which yeah. is why I have this job. But uh, I feel for kids and how yeah. difficult that is after you work all day at yes. school, you're playing sports afterwards, yes. and you, you have dinner and you're tired. You want to just unwind, relax your brain a little bit. I absolutely agree, and I'm totally opposed to homework. They should have enough time in the eight hours that they're there, there yeah. to get the stuff done. When they come home, they need time to relax, just like we do. And I wonder if he's going to be like me, where one day he will just have no patience in traffic and in the line and that sort of thing, because he has very little patience. If he's trying to do something uh-huh. and it doesn't happen immediately, we can't figure it right away, he immediately just wants to throw the pen and, done. and go he's... play and say, I won't do it, I'm out, I won't do it. And he does. He says, yeah. I'm, I will not do it. <laughs> well, yes, you will. You have to. And you're really good, though, at calming him down. You do that mom to. thing, getting him refocused, making him laugh. Mm-hmm. And I'm listening one night, and sometimes it's straightforward and you sound like a teacher, but then last night, I hear you go, well, it's a three-letter word. What... Has to start with an F. How about fat? And then he starts giggling. <laughs> Just like I would giggle. Right. Because we have basically the same maturity level. Right. And you know, another one, it was poop. <laughs> and yeah. I realize you're using goofy words to try and get the kid to laugh. Well. To get him to do his homework. But can you submit a paper that says fat? Well, it's a three-letter word, is it not? <laughs> and then he was getting confused as to what way the, the P goes. So he didn't know what way the circle went on the P. I think he does know. I think he just doesn't no, want to do it. I don't. Maybe a little bit of He's both. Tired. But I thought poop was a good word because the the circle of the P goes in towards the O's of the poop word. And so then he learned it. Yeah. And he got, I mean, we did poo is what we did. Okay. But he was getting frustrated because he's like, he was writing like a D instead of a P and whatever. All things you have to learn when you're in first grade. But yes, I was using semi-inappropriate funny words to get him to sit down and do what he needs to do to get it done with. The last time he was with us, he has another little game on his uh, iPad that he plays, which is basically... Um, Wheel of Fortune. It's yeah. not Wheel of Fortune, but these little free games are yeah, in their yeah, wordplay yeah. games. And he's like, your turn. Pick a word. And I, of course, would always pick inappropriate words. Yeah, yours are completely Like actual curse words. Yes. And he'd be like, you can't type that out. <laughs> I just did. What are we going to do about it? The, Submit. Yours are inappropriate. Mine, I was just trying to make him laugh and help him to pay attention because it's already difficult enough. And it was late. It's seven o'clock at night. He didn't want to do it. Yeah. And fat is a three-letter word, as is poo. And pee. <laughs> we used all those words. You got to do what you got to do. This is survival mode as a parent. It is what it is. This kid is destined to be stressed in traffic <laughs> and, and to be stuck toiling in the radio business. That's his future right there. I was hoping for basketball player. I think we got another DJ on the way. Robbie and Rochelle in the morning. 1071 The Boss. 99.7 FM. Anywhere in the Boss app. 1071theboss.com. You know the drill. Good morning, America. Welcome to Thirsty Thursday. October the 27th, 2022. Got a real good one for you today. We'll do Tipsy or Toddler once again. We've lined up some phone callers. People love this. Yes. And I love that people love it. I don't necessarily love it, but I love that people love it. It's fun. They will tell us a story. As usual, it's up to us to figure out, did it happen to them when they were a little child that didn't know any better or when they were drunk? Right. We'll do He Said. She Said. That happens at 7.50 this morning. Hashtag mom. Confession. 7.20, 9.20, Fast Five. The bulletin board. We'll check the birthdays, and I am bearing the lead, because after 7, your first chance to win big Kris Kringle cash. 
We'll let you know how much money you're playing for this morning and how you qualify to be the person that walks away with $5,000 just before Christmas, Hanukkah, whatever you celebrate, <laughs> cash throughout the whole holiday season. And I know there are some people going, why are you talking about Santa Claus? Because the holiday season has already begun. Right. Halloween is the start of the, the holiday season. And what does it mean? It means money. I have already purchased some Christmas gifts. Sure. I'm very proud of myself. I'm ahead of the game. So this please year. don't be confused. You're not going to hear Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer today. No. You're going to hear the sleigh bells, and that'll be your first chance to win some cash to spend this holiday season, mm-hmm. which starts now. That's right. I guarantee there's a person in your neighborhood that's already got the lights up, too. I guarantee. Oh, it. we have one. Remember, yeah. we were driving in. And, and I'm not talking about the orange no, lights for Halloween. They are, they are Christmas lights. Christmas lights. Right after seven, <laughs> we'll get you all the info, and then we'll tell you exactly when. Uh, your first chance to win. Or you can go right now to 1071theboss.com and it'll tell you the exact hour, a little sneak peek oh, if you sign up. Oh, that's exciting. And that may or may not be how you qualify for the big <laughs> payday. I've given it all the way now. Yeah. But listen at 7, I will confirm or maybe deny mm-hmm. all of these details. Yes. Got a uh, notification first thing this morning from uh, Amazon that my glasses are on their way. I was just thinking to myself, I need some uh, Facebook content. I haven't right. posted anything in several days. Right. I'm, uh, I, I went to get my eyes checked a while ago. I think I did mention that. And we were looking at glasses and all the ones I liked, uh, I, I look like a Nazi from the Indiana Jones movie. <laughs> so we didn't get any of those. And no. uh, you and uh, my mother uh, were looking at pictures of glasses together and we went to the store. Uh, we have our own Warby Parker. You know how we talk about having the Ashley and Freehold? We yeah. have our own Warby Parker in Princeton. We do, yes. Tried on some pairs, and I've settled on a new pair of everyday glasses, mm-hmm. which I'm told are interchangeable with my current pair of glasses. Yeah. But I'm not sure. I, I might call BS on that because I had another pair, a brown pair of glasses, a tortoiseshell, yes. that were supposed to be interchangeable with this clear pair I have now. And you said they were not. And, and it would hurt when I'd switch back to the older pair, so I don't know. But, but the know, doctor tells me I'll be able to interchange them. I think the difference was your old, old pair, you didn't have that coating on it that is supposed to help with the lighting and you do on these ones and you will on your new ones as well because it does make a difference when you're looking at a screen or you're in a room with bright lights to have that extra coating on there so it doesn't destroy your eyes. Well I hope so because it'd be nice to have some variety in my accessories. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah absolutely. And I also have a new pair of sunglasses now I have changed the uh, lenses out as my eyes continue to deteriorate but I've had the same frame for about a decade. Right. So this is a big step for me to have a new pair of uh, sunglasses. Yeah. And uh, I did get them in the mail about two weeks ago and I did post a picture of that but they, they were the prescription they was not wrong. correct yeah. so I, but I took the selfie anyway before I put them back in the box and brought them back to the mm-hmm. store so I'm felt, very excited to finally get the glasses. No, I'm excited and I'm hoping that they're okay because I felt I felt bad, honestly, for the guy at the store because he put the prescription in for us and he had a number that was off. And of course, he's reading doctor handwriting. That's which what is I said impossible. to him. I'm like, wait a minute, you can't read a physician's handwriting? Right, right. Shocker. But he felt so bad that he got your script wrong. He's trying to give us free stuff. He gave, gave us free cases, free bags. He wasn't trying. We took it. Well, of course we did. <laughs> of course, and it, was, it wasn't very... No problemo. Com- it wasn't super convenient to drive back to Princeton to go and get what we needed yeah, to do. Yeah, but that's on us. It was okay. That's on us for going down there. Right. Not a big deal, but he was so... I, I'm just worried that these are going to come in, and if there's something wrong, we're going to have to go I back know. again. Yeah, that, that's a good question. What do we do? If the, Do I just have to live with it now? No. Because if you can't go back a second time... No, I think if there's something wrong, then we need to take them to the actual eye doctor and have yeah. him looked at, at the script compared to what you have. And if you can't see and it is the correct script, then he diagnosed you wrong. Well, maybe, but I do think it was probably what, uh, what happened at yeah. the Warby Parker place. The guy just wrote the number wrong. Right. Because one of the eyes was perfect. The other one was totally... Mm-hmm. It was like I wasn't wearing glasses at all. <laughs> Well, trust me, it was definitely prescription because I put it on and I thought I was looking through a magnifying glass. (laughs) I was like, oh my God. 
very blind. I don't really have a strong opinion when it comes to uh, the regular uh, eyeglasses. Yeah. But when it comes to the sunglasses, in my mind, I envision myself looking like a certain person. Like the, the frames I've had for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget what the hell. Ray-Ban, that's what they're called. Yeah. And I thought I looked kind of uh, like... Yeah, Kennedy or like some rich guy on a yacht. Of you know, course you did. I was going for that kind of hoity-toity look. Uh-huh. You know, with that uh, the shape of those glasses. Yes. But these are aviator glasses. They're straight up aviator. You w- you you did you right. Got- and so I, when I posted the selfie, you got this from you want to be Tom Cruise. That's what I you said. Love Tom Cruise. I said, you know what the next you movie should be, be called? Cruise. It shouldn't be. It go from Top Gun Maverick to Top Gun Robbie. Uh huh. And people said, uh, you know who you look like is the guy in a horse from Yellowstone. <laughs> He's like Yellowstone. <laughs> hey, he wasn't—he's not a bad-looking guy. And not guy. Kevin Costner, yeah. Gil. No, that's all right. He's a good-looking guy. He's all right, but I want to be Tom Cruise. I want to look like an <laughs> aviator pilot. I want to look like a like a badass, you know, like a member of our military out there getting the bad guys. At least you didn't get Jared from Subway again. Yeah, well, right. <laughs> Step up, the guy from Yellowstone. Yeah, said I look like a cow wrangler, you know. <laughs> Just a little bit of a letdown, considering I just spent two hundred dollars on sunglasses. But five hundred. Anyway. You spent five hundred. <laughs> Thanks, Amazon, for the delivery this morning. Yeah. I think we need to post uh, the picture I have online on our Robbie and Michelle page, or maybe in the comments on something we get going this okay. morning, because I've gotten quite a bit of uh, love. I think sarcastic love on it, and the picture I posted of myself when I was about, I don't know, twelve. Oh. <laughs> Wearing a sweater vest. Yeah. Big old Sally Jesse Raphael glasses. I'm not smiling. I'm kind of doing a coy, open mouth pose. Yeah. And I got it's... my hands like a newscaster, <laughs> my palm to palm. It's quite a photo. It's, um, you know what I Don't think? Don't forget the hair. I got the helmet hair. You know what I think we should do? I think we should post it on the page and have a caption contest that says, Caption this photo. Oh, that's great. Because, Let's do that. Because you're just. Can we get that up there today? Do you want me to put it on the boss page or Robbie and Rochelle? Let's do both. Okay. Let's go crazy. Why don't we do it, Robbie and Rochelle, and share it? Okay. Let's see how many uh, comments we get here. This photo is such an epic childhood photo. I mean, we all go through I'll tell you what, for my favorite comment, I will send you either a boss t-shirt or a Robbie and Rochelle in the morning coffee mug. Okay. Because we get some back in storage. I'll go grab one. So, challenge accepted, right? Our favorite comment. Okay. It's... um, no, but I think everyone goes through that awkward stage when you're a kid. Yeah. And this is just not that. It's just... Yeah, it's not awkward per se. like your face, the way you're sitting, your clothes, the background, your glass. I mean, everything about the photo. Is I have just- already gotten a couple of good ones. One of them was, uh, can I interest you in saving 15% of your current yes. insurance? And another person said, I'm here to help you during this difficult time. It's exactly... Yeah. And I think that's because the sweater vest is black and white. I kind of do look yes. like an undertaker. It's just- But listen, here's why I bring all of this up. Because I had... When I saw the photo, I remembered it. You were digging through old photos mm-hmm. when we were up at my parents' house. And I mean, I remember taking the photo. I've seen it before. Yeah. I got a uh, uh, inbox message from my cousin. You know, my cousin Jody. She's like yes. the family uh, press agent. Okay? She is. She's like the hype man. Yes. She's like Colonel Tom Parker for our family. <laughs> She's going through old photos at, her, at my uncle's house. And she said she has come upon a couple of photos of me from 1986. Really? And, and I would be skeptical at first that she would know. But knowing her, she knows the she date, knows. the minute. She, she She's very particular about these yeah, kind of things. Yeah, yeah. So I said, well, you got to 
take a picture and send it to me. Now, she has not done that yet. Right. But that's a strange thing that there are pictures out there that I have never seen before mm-hmm. that are 35 plus years old. Yeah, that happened to me a couple years ago when my mom moved to Florida. She was going through photos and wanted me to take everything because she didn't want to take anything with her to Florida. And so I was going through photo albums and had seen photos of myself with other family members that I'd never yeah. seen before. Professional photos that were taken when I was really little. I mean, I'd never seen them before. It's so weird to me that that happened and obviously at that age i had no idea I'm like is this a deep fake when was i <laughs> when was i at the grand canyon i mean i don't remember that but. <laughs> well those will be interesting to see all right but we'll post the one of me wearing the sweater vest okay it is uh, the photo is from 1992 i will say that fantastic and if our favorite comment and be mean as you want i don't care yeah. i can take it uh-huh uh, we'll send you either a boss t-shirt or robbie under the morning coffee mug right <laughs> all right time for hashtag mom we do this every morning, 720, 920. Send them in, use that hashtag, and we share them on the radio just like this. At Sarah Bella B123 said, We've hit many milestones as parents. Personally, I'm looking forward to the we no longer need an entire cabinet of sippy cups, straws, and tops phase. Yeah, there's everybody has that drawer or that cabinet, mm-hmm. don't they? It's just full of crap. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You know what I got? Now they're a hot commodity. They're like uh they're a hot item. What's that? I got a box of straws, plastic straws. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> this just happened the other day. They're like a dollar ninety nine. I had them forever, and I think we brought them from uh, from my old place yeah. when you first moved in with yes. me. I had these. They'd just been sitting there. I probably took them from my parents' house, mm-hmm. and they so they they got to be twenty five years old. So if you want some old plastic straws, I got them. That and the plastic bags. Like I miss having those just plastic bags under our sink. Yeah. We have no. I miss them so much. I use those for everything. I'm so bummed. Anyway. Well, you'll get over it. <laughs> we got a text from 3518 that said, I introduced my kids to ramen too early, and now they're tired of eating it. I have no idea what they're going to do when they get to college. <laughs> well, that's on you. Yeah. Let Kev- that keep you up at night. Right. Kevin Dandry said, if imitation is the sincerest form of flattery, then my wife will be so proud to know that our son is dropping F-bombs at his kindergarten today. Been there, done that, okay? <laughs> And I'm just stepdad, and I've been there, done that. Go online, listen to uh, Ashley and Brad or Joey and Lauren or any of these other morning shows out there, and you'll see exactly what it is, (laughs) what kind of flattery it is to be imitated. It's true. And I'll be honest with you, I don't care for it at all. No. What was the first person, what was the first thing they said there? Uh, the Before the ramen lady? The having a full drawer full of sippy cups oh, and that's straws. Oh, right. that's right. I'm just making a mental note to myself to go sell some plastic straws <laughs> in the black market. You get big bucks here. <laughs> That'll be $40. Big bucks. How much is it worth to you? <laughs> Hashtag mom. Every morning, 720 and 920. You see this story yesterday about poor Jerry Lee Lewis? Rock and roll icon. Legend. He is really the last of the generation. You know, Elvis and yeah. Little Richard and all those guys that started rock and roll. He's the last that's left. Just turned 87 a month ago. And I did see a picture because he is. Uh, he also had some uh, success in country music, and he's finally in the Country Music Hall of Fame. And a couple of weeks ago, they sent out uh, Chris Christopherson. Remember him from the Star Is Born movie? Mm-hmm. And he brought the award because he accepted it on Jerry Lee's behalf because Jerry Lee's in the hospital. And I see the picture of Chris Christopherson going to the hospital, and Jerry Lee looks rough, okay? Yeah. I mean, his hair is silver white, and his face looks gaunt. Wow. And he, I mean, he looked, he's 87. He looked a little rough, yeah. I'm going to say. And so I saw the picture, and I thought to myself, oh, boy, that don't look good for Jerry Lee. Uh, and then yesterday, TMZ puts out the release that he's passed away at the age of 87 and all the tributes are coming out. Mm-hmm. I will tell you, I am guilty myself. I posted a picture of him from American Bandstand yeah. playing Great Balls of Fire on a piano. 20 minutes later, we get a story. TMZ goes, oh, I'm sorry, he's not dead. And then all these news sites mm-hmm. start uh, doing the, no, he's not dead. I decided to leave my post up because I didn't say RIP. I just said he's a legend. So I'm leaving the picture because he is a legend. <laughs> but mm. anyway, isn't that crazy? How do you screw that up? You know, who is at the desk? 
that doesn't get that information right. Well, I'm sure he's formally at the desk as of right now. Yeah. Apparently, yeah. what happened was there was a rep that claimed to be his rep that said that he had passed away, and it wasn't really his official rep, and he was sleeping, and that's what happened. And then his <laughs> official rep came out and said, "No, he's." He was sleeping. He's not dead. What are you? What are you doing? Well, let's just unpack that then. So Jerry Lee's got a bunch of different guys at work. He's got an entourage at eighty-seven years old, and uh, one of them thought he had a story, but I didn't guess. know what he was talking about. Right. I think he was trying to break a story and had and just didn't have a story, and then led. <laughs> but the you know the thing that's frustrating is TM, TMZ is usually the go-to whenever yeah. I'm looking yeah. for something to know if if it's true. And I told you this yesterday. I was sitting on the couch. I said, "Oh man." Jerry Lee Lewis passed away. Yeah. I saw the TMZ story, and then I saw, I want to say it was uh, CBS or some, some uh, yeah, the variety. Post picked it up. Everybody the post. picked it up. But then they led it back to TMZ, and then that article was gone. And I was like, what? Maybe there was a spelling error. What's going on? Because there's 25 articles. It's got to be true, right? And then, of course, the retraction came out. But, I mean. I think uh, Harvey what? Levin, or is it Harvey? It's Harvey Levin. He's mm-hmm. been on the show. Yeah. I think he's the guy. He knows what he's up to, and he must be, you know, he's big time. So he must have all these young people oh, that yeah. don't know what they're doing. Yeah. They're not checking yeah, sources. Yeah, it's got to be. So I hope uh, Harvey just went storming in there last night and went, you, you're fired. You know yeah. what I mean? Because it's just the poor guy. I mean, uh, you know, he's a legend. And then he's now he's <laughs> reading Jerry his own obituary. in the bed. Lay, hey, hello, I'm just sleeping. <laughs> right. Hello. Like a week ago, he would, they posted pictures of him because he was just inducted to the uh, Country Music Hall of Fame. That's what so I was I saying. Mean, that's yeah. just, I mean, they just... They're not okay. This just happened with Anne Hayes a couple of weeks ago. And, of course, that was a horrible story. Happened with the Leave it to Beaver guy. Uh, What is it? Tony Dow? Is that his name, Joe? Mm -hmm. I think so. so. Yeah, but he was probably, uh, I don't know. That was a little shaky. You know, he was, then he wasn't, then he was, then he well, was. Well, that's how Anne Hayes was, too. Oh, yeah, Anne Hayes. Don't report on it until you know. What are you doing? Everybody wants to break the story and be first. I think that's what it (laughs) is. Right, exactly. But on the other hand, this is could there be anything more you know, badass rock and roll than people saying you're dead but you're still alive? <laughs> that just seems kind of on brand Jerry almost. Lee Lewis, right? man. He's 87. How old is he? 87? 87. That's a high mileage 87, though. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. Well, long live the killer on the piano, Jerry Lee Lewis. That's all right? right. He's the best. It's like, well, this happened a bunch of times. Tom Petty. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I remember uh, being on the air when the uh, Michael Jackson story broke. And we were just waiting and waiting. Everybody said, oh, TMZ's got it. He must really be dead. I waited for uh, CNN to break in. but And then you yeah. start thinking, well, TMZ, they know what they're talking about, and now they don't. So that's kind of frustrating. But Yeah, well, I mean, everyone makes mistakes, but I just think it's just a, mm-hmm. a, an appalling lack of journalism yeah. is what it is. I mean, you know, everybody, like you said before, everybody, everybody wants to be first. And they don't check their sources. They don't go back. Some guy calls him, Jerry Lewis is dead. Oh, we got to go with it, you know. Now we had Let's Harvey on the show, out. and I said he's got uh, your a great news gathering organization. You're better than some of the mainstream press and all of that. Oh, thank you, thank you. What happens a month later? So I'm like the kiss of death. I really am. Well, <laughs> well, no, that is no true. pun intended. Yes, that's but. true. You that's know, true. I was I was thinking about this, and Robbie, this is actually your dream because you've wanted to see what people would post after you die. So like, <laughs> <laughs> sure, because I'm that vain. <laughs> yeah. You want to know what someone's? You want to read your tribute? Oh, that'd like, be great. <laughs> I would love it. Probably, Probably not much, really. <laughs> Ouch. Uh, Ouch. I got to just mention quickly, Joe, you'll appreciate this because you and I talk about the old place a lot. I happen to be, uh, I'm wrapping up for the day. It's like a 12-hour day, and it's a Saturday, and I'm getting in the taxi cab. You know where I'm talking about, 7th Avenue, about to head yeah, over yeah. to the train station, yeah. Grand Central, and I get the phone call. 
and Whitney Houston has passed away, which is sad. It was a sad story. Right. Mm-hmm. Got to go back up there, work all night long, all night long. Yep. And I was just all night long. Oh, Whitney, Whitney, you <laughs> broke my heart, babe. You broke my heart. Never forget that. Ended up uh, sleeping at the radio station that night to cover Oof. it. Terrible. And then half of the stuff you did, they didn't use, right? <laughs> exactly right. Yeah. yeah exactly. Thanks, thanks a lot. Hey, she's dead. What are you going to do? Oh <laughs> what are you going to do? Oh, my What are you going to do? Better call Monkey Boy. That Bobby Brown. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're in luck. You're here. It's Thursday, and it's back at it again for Tipsy or Toddler. <laughs> Every Thursday, we line up phone callers who have amazing stories to tell. Perhaps amazing is the wrong word. Stupid is probably the That's more the apropos right phrase. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, it's our job and your job at home or in the car to figure out, did this happen to the person when they were just a little child who didn't know any better, having life happen to them, mm-hmm. not the other way around, or just a drunk idiot completely unaware <laughs> of their own well-being? Tipsy or toddler, we'll start on line number two. This is Karen. So, I kicked out of my friend's older brother with a toy. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to say you were drunk. I think toy is a uh, uh, red herring. I don't know. I'm Older brother seems weird. I don't, I'm going to say toddler. I bet if she had a crush on the older brother, mm. I think she's a drunk adult. I was a little kid. Um, yes. We were at my friend's pool party and her brother, who was much older than us, he kept trying to push my little brother underwater. Uh. And I kept telling him to stop and then he wouldn't. And he called me a He's older than me. Wow. wow. And I proceeded to get one of those balls that you can skim across the water, and I lit into him. And he ran inside crying to his parents, and we were told to leave and never invited back. Well, wow. Probably for the better. Who wants to hang out with a family that produces a kid like that? Yeah. See, so I, I always assume there's more to the story, and mm-hmm. they, but there isn't. It's there just, isn't. It's just, just is what it is. It actually is more straightforward sometimes. So don't overthink these things. Let's try another one. Line three. Um, I pooped on the ledge of a hot tub. <laughs> oh, that's so gross. I it's the care. old poop in a hot tub gag. I don't care whether you were drunk or a toddler. That's nasty. That's so gross. Yeah, I'm going to say he was drunk, though. I. It's gross either way. I just don't care. It's <laughs> nasty. It's gross. Fine. Well, I say drunk. What's What say you? Okay, I'm a little kid. Huh? I'm at a friend's pool party. We all came in to eat lunch. I had to wait that 30 minutes, you know, before you go back. Right. My stomach starts acting up. I'm like, oh, man, I got to go to the bathroom. I got to go to the bathroom. And so I'm like, oh, the one bathroom somebody was in. I ran downstairs to the other bathroom. And, oh, somebody was in that one. So we went back upstairs. I went out back. I'm like, go to the bushes. No one will see me in the bushes. So I'm running towards the bushes. But I'm like, oh, it's happening now, oh. man. So I, I just ran. I ran to the hot tub and I sat on the lead. So it didn't look so obvious. And... It was bad. It happened, and I, I pooped on the leg of a hot tub. Wow. Well, that's. I don't know how to tell you this, but you sound like the kind of guy who poop on the leg I of a hot tub. Why would you go into the hot? The, <laughs> well, just go, go behind the bush. Everybody would appreciate it more if you'd gone. Well, behind he the tried. Bush. He didn't make it. Ugh. Thank you for being a listener of our show, by Gross. the way. This is Tipsy or Toddler. Hello, line three. So I was breaking into a closed pool with a group of my friends and. We were climbing the, the fence to get in, and I totally ripped my pants wide open. Hmm. Well, you were a drunk adult. You think so? Yes. No, I think she was a kid. You think so? Yeah, maybe 12, 13, maybe not a little kid, but I, okay. think, she's, I think these are kids clowning around. So, yeah, I was a drunk adult. Oh, yeah. okay. I was celebrating a birthday with one of my best friends. And we decided to go down to the pool after, you know, midnight or so. And, oh, 
let's just break in. I happen to be the shortest person in the group. Uh. And as I'm climbing over, I guess my short little legs weren't long enough to <laughs> reach where they needed to. And I got snagged on the top oh. of the fence and my pants just got ripped wide open. And of course, none of us were dressed and swim attire. So, yeah, there you go. Good well, times. Everybody get a nice view of uh, good times of the sisterhood down <laughs> yes. below, I suppose. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, you know, the, the good news here is that uh, at least you all remember these stories, you know? I think that sometimes when you have these drunk stories, you don't actually remember. You remember what everyone tells you the day after. Oh, so you and think then, when people call us here and they say, I was a drunk adult, they don't actually have a memory of said maybe, events? Maybe not always, but I think a lot of the times it's hearsay and what your friends saw, and then sure. you just make that your story. Because I know I have drunk stories where I think that's what happened. <laughs> Somebody said that's what happened, so we're going to go with that. Yeah, we're yeah. Gonna, that, that makes me feel yes. a little better. I think we have time for one more. Here's Patty. I licked a bufo toad and wound up in the hospital. Oh, is it? That's going to oh, be one of those toads. That's it. Uh, but the other poisonous. poisonous yeah. I think she was a kid. I didn't say kid. Yeah. yeah. Patty? I was a little kid. Yeah. Okay. As a child, I used to lick everything and I loved all animals. <laughs> so I was playing outside and I saw the toad and I picked it up and I licked it. Oh, my and gosh. In minutes, I was vomiting. Oh, my God. Seeing colors I didn't even know existed. And my parents rushed me to the emergency room, <laughs> and I eventually came down, but it was a wild ride. Well, man, that's wow. like a Cheech and Chung situation with the frog, huh? Yeah, that's scary. That's also, I wonder if that little habit of hers looking at everything continued to high school. She must have been very popular, <laughs> making a lot of friends. <laughs> well, just as soon as it began, it comes to an end once again. A Thursday tradition. Tipsy or toddler, happy Thirsty Thursday. Robbie and Rochelle in the morning, 1071 The Boss, 997 FM, anywhere in the free Boss app, 1071theboss.com. I gotta tell you, I'm a little uh, perfluffled this morning because I got an email problem. I don't know what is going on mm. with my phone and my uh, personal email address. Yeah. Because when I log in on my phone, there are messages that are not there, and then some messages that are there, and then I log in on the desktop and I get. A different mishmash of messages. Mm-hmm. Now I'm starting to wonder if I'm missing messages. But That's I feel like uh, I feel like your phone does this to you after a while, or you know, it just stops working properly. Well, yeah, absolutely. I feel like this is a scam <laughs> by the Apple people. Yeah. After a year or so, they want you to buy a yeah. new phone, so then they start putting all these bugs in your phone, so it doesn't work properly. You know when it happens is as soon as you pay it off. And I have just done that, just like your car. As soon as you pay it off. Everything goes wrong. I you just, gotta get a new one. I just got the phone bill and it was down like forty bucks. I went, yeah. "Oh, this is nice." And then, no, as soon as that happened, all of a sudden, I'm missing messages. Yeah. People are like, "Did you get that message I sent you?" I'm like, "No." Did you get the one I sent you? No. Yeah. So I don't know what is going on with this thing. And I was like, maybe it's the Wi-Fi, but I don't think that's it because then I uh, I do refresh and a bunch of messages pop up. It's a mess. Are you able to log in through the internet on your phone and see your email? Yeah. So and that works it- similar to the laptop or the desktop. That's but, fine. But I got the little mail app there where you enter in your password and you can access your mail. So it just it's automatically open like yeah. a text message and it's all screwed up. So. Yeah. That's kind of freaking me out that I'm missing something, you know? No, I, I absolutely understand that. I, I'm going to be honest. I have 58,122 <laughs> emails because I never delete them. Yeah. So if you send me something and I don't find it, that's why. So I'm not sure what. I mean, if you just open it up and check what's at the top of the inbox, I guess you could just get by with yeah. that if you don't delete that's, anything. That's generally what I do, but I I very well could be missing things and have no idea that someone sent them or I don't know. But This will be a surprise to nobody, 
but I go through and clean my box out every single day. (laughs) And there's this other curiosity of the phone where it'll tell you you've got 25 unread messages Mm -hmm. and you don't. There's There's, nothing there. Yeah. Very strange. And you're you're definitely one of those people who hates having the notification on there. So you have to... You well, don't yeah, like because the then little... I think I have a message and I don't. But now I do have a message and, a, and it's not downloading. It's just making me crazy. So I'm a little on edge about it because I feel like I'm going to miss something important, you know? Well, just make sure you check your email on the internet. You'll be just fine. But then what the hell do I have the phone for? <laughs> Which I just paid off. You spent like $1,000 paying off these phones. You got to get a new phone. I don't want a new they phone. I want you to have the iPhone 14. How about this one just works? How about that? <laughs> What's that what I always say? They put a man on the moon in color 50 uh-huh. years ago and we can't get the damn phone to work. I'm sorry. Just ridiculous. <laughs> Hopefully your phone works just fine. Chris Kringle, cash has started flowing freely here at the radio station. We have scooped up all of Santa's money, and we're giving it away throughout the holiday season. We started with $500 cash for Diane in Howell. Congratulations, Diane Yusko. She's 500 bucks richer, and she went to 1071theboss.com, signed up to get all the times, and now got through. So she's qualified for five grand at the end of the holiday season, right before Christmas. Pretty good. Have I mentioned, have I plugged the new and improved, newly redesigned, or at least parts of it are, 1071theboss.com? That's where you can sign up, win $5,000, qualify for five grand. 1071theboss.com, you click on Chris Kringle Cash. It's right there on the homepage. Got that sucker fired up today. Yes. And we'll give you the exact hours we do it every single day. And we'll send you an update every week so you get a little leg up on everybody else, try and win some money on the radio, and you qualify for more money just for doing it. There you go. Pretty cool, isn't it? It's a win-win. Got uh, the new DJ pages up there. That's all 1071theboss.com. You can check out the podcast. It's on demand, so real easy to listen. If you want to hear something again or just aggravate yourself, <laughs> go on our page. Yeah. You can connect with us on all the socials, too. All right, time for Robbie and Rochelle's Fast Five. Five big old trending stories that you needed to know. Being the known number five to number one. We start at number five and count down today. Number five, Bono. I always want to say Bono, but that's uh, that's sunny. It's sunny Bono. That's sunny. By the way, I uh, I don't know why I did this, but it was Mary Bono's birthday the other day, uh-huh. and for some reason I went down a rabbit hole and I was reading about the whole history of uh, Sunny and her Mary Bono. Her real name is Mary Whitaker. Okay, now, she name. was uh, Sunny's fourth wife. I think oh, Cher really? was wife number two, and then he had another one. And then Cher went with Greg Ullman, and then he, then he married Mary Bono. Then they were together a while, and then he died, and she became congressman. She took his place in Congress, because yeah. remember, he was a mayor, then he became yeah. a congressman mm-hmm. after he was with Sonny and Cher. Interesting. Well, after he was Sonny with Cher. <laughs> with Cher. And now she's on her fourth husband, so she's been married three more times since Sonny died. And she's currently married to a guy who's a former NASA uh, NASA astronaut. You're kidding. Steve something or other. Wow. Isn't that interesting? That is interesting. And Cher, I think, is, you know. Cher just does whatever she wants <laughs> to do. Just, I don't she's Cher. Has she been married again? I don't think she's been think married so. again. Maybe mm-hmm. she might have been married to Greg Ullman. I don't know. But I anyway, don't think they were married. They're just fascinating. Four people, three people, two people. Good for them. That's right. <laughs> You hate to think that's a lot of money, though, because they have a lot of money. Yeah. So every time you get married and divorced, even if you have a prenup, there's still some money being lost This guy's there. got a good deal going, because sure, Mary is a beautiful woman, but on the other hand, he got the Sunny and Cher money. Yep. He's got the NASA pension money. You yep. figure the astronauts bunch get a pension. Yeah, absolutely. So that's a pretty good gig. <laughs> but here's, none of this has anything to do with what we're talking about, because it's not Bono, it's Bono. <laughs> nope, it's not no, Bono, it's Bono. Bono. It is not Bono, it's Bono. Uh-huh. It's not Bono, it's Bono. Yes. It's Bono. It's Bono. It's Bono. U2's next album, Bono says, will be noisy, uncompromising, and unreasonable. Exciting. What does he mean by this? He said the last album they made was too poppy. Uh, They now want to put the firepower back in rock and roll music. 
Has you two ever been known for this? I don't think so. All their, I don't know if he knows. Has he heard his own music? I don't know. Because I wouldn't call it firecracker rock and roll. So is it, is it going to be like metal or is it going to be rock? <laughs> or like, what is it? Bono, I hate to break this to you, but you're like 65 now. Be screamo? Yeah, you're not doing heavy metal, okay? <laughs> what? Firecracker rock and roll. Good for him. <laughs> the Edge is like, we're not doing that. No. Nope. <laughs> not happening. I'm playing rock band with my kid. <laughs> Number four, the world's dirtiest man has died. This is sad. He passed away at the age of 94 earlier this week in Iran. <laughs> Sorry, he spent his whole life living there. Yeah. Uh, I'm not even going to try and pronounce his name. It's okay. a, a Iranian name, but anyway. What do you uh, mean by the world's dirtiest man? What does that mean? He believed and he gave interviews as he was getting older in life and he became kind of like a curiosity that was, there's some articles that have been written about this over the last couple of years. Now he's dead, right? But he gave an interview saying he thought soap and water uh, were the cause of sickness around the world. Oh my God. So he was actually dirty. Yeah. He's the world's dirtiest man. Did not man. bathe at all. And he lived to be 94? Not saying that he didn't. I mean, I don't know. Maybe he licked himself like a cat. Oh, I have no idea. Geez. But he said he believed that the water was all polluted because of the pollutants of the world and that soap, man made. He wanted to part. So he wouldn't clean so himself. Did he not drink water then either? I don't know, love. You ask me questions. I'm, I don't know the answer. I'm just wondering because it, you have to drink water. But listen, he makes it to 94. Okay. He claims he had never taken a bath in his life until about six months ago when he did. And this news story came out that he had finally taken a bath. Now he died at the age of 94. So people wow. say, man, last laugh. Maybe he was right. Well, yeah. Or his body's just adapted to that and it did make him sick. Or it was it soap had- and water because he lived in a ran. Yeah. That could be the problem too. <laughs> that could be the problem. Poor guy. Wow. Number three, pizza place in Texas. Because sometimes it's Texas. Texas. You know where everything's bigger? Texas. Texas. They're catching heat for Halloween decorations. And what, why are you going to Texas to eat pizza? I mean, if you live in Texas, I guess you got no choice. <laughs> oh, right, you have, right. There's pizza places everywhere. You'd be better off doing DiGiorno, okay? Because I can't think? imagine there's going to be a really top-notch pizza place in the South. You don't know. There could be somebody who moves Just like there. Just we don't do catfish and brisket like the South does up here. I mean, there are some restaurants that have that from people who have moved here. Come on. <laughs> they have Halloween decorations up. And they're uh, offering a Jeffrey Dahmer pizza oh, gross. with fake eyeballs, severed oh, fingers, and an ear. That's disgusting. It's just not right. We were talking about this the other day. Don't dress up for Halloween like Jeffrey Dahmer, okay? What? And let's not make a Jeffrey Dahmer pizza. Matter of fact, can we just let this thing go away and stop talking about this fool? That Had hurts it. my stomach to think about the fact that there's a pizza with even... I know it's fake, obviously, but <laughs> that's just... Couldn't you imagine? That's yeah. so gross. This no. does happen to people where they get actual fingers sometimes in their salad. You ever see those stories? <laughs> and that's great if it happens to you because then you get like a $30 million well, you're lawsuit yes. and you're, you're good. That's you're it. You're rich forever. You don't need to worry about the Powerball. Yeah. <laughs> Number two, Orkin has released its annual list of America's rattiest cities. Rattiest. Rattiest yes. cities. Rat infested cities, I okay. guess you could say. For the eighth consecutive year, it is not New York. It's Chicago. Oh, interesting. At really? number one. New York comes in number two, huh. followed by L.A., Washington, D.C., and San Francisco. I'm surprised Washington isn't the most rat-infested city. <laughs> well, it's on the list. <laughs> they ought to be number one, if you ask me. For all the rats. And I suspect a whole bunch of new rats are on their way in January. <laughs> yeah. A little political commentary for you. It's very funny. Bonus story for you. 69% of people say they don't care if someone finds out that they own an adult toy. I can almost smell it. Oh, okay. A vibrator. Sure. 85% of people under the age of 34, mm-hmm. these are the, I guess, a little younger than millennials, what are they, Gen Z? Gen Z. Mm-hmm. Own an adult toy of some kind. That is the highest number 
of any group of Americans. What is there to be embarrassed about? Nothing, I mean, they I have guess. actual sex toy parties now. That's what pure romance is. And you go with a group of women and buy these toys together. You experience demos together. Like, it's not... I you mean, you don't like demos? Well, like, they... Demo- was it like a Tupperware party like, with toys? Yes. They demonstrate... I mean, you don't, like, use them, but they turn them on. They show you what they do. You play games. I mean, there's nothing embarrassing about that. Come on. I would be a little uncomfortable if you wanted to do something like that. I used to host those. Do you, you used to host an adult toy party? I was party? a pure romance consultant for like three when years. When the hell was that? <laughs> During college? Hang you on, knew let me, that. Can we print out her resume? You I don't, knew uh, that. Come I on. I don't recall seeing this anywhere on here. Absolutely. No, I didn't. I knew you did Mary Kay. I didn't no, know I never did Mary Kay. I thought Kay. you did do Mary Kay. I did Kay. pure romance. Well, I must have remembered what I wanted to remember. <laughs> I never did Mary Kay. Come on. Can you see me selling Mary Kay? <laughs> Come on. So this is a lipstick. So, well, that's probably exactly you what go. you did with Pure Romance. It was the same no, thing. No, I was very good at selling Pure These Romance. These are edible. <laughs> no, I guess most people are less prudish than me. I don't consider myself to be, mm-hmm. but I, maybe I am a little bit prudish because like, I'm always amazed. There's a place, I guess, on Route 35. Oh, and place there's, is packed. Always packed. That <laughs> place is packed every buying time. Buying videotapes. Yeah. I uh, adult why. video. I don't know why. You can get it online why. now, but there they are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, number one. <laughs> I don't see it anywhere. You knew that. Come on. Education, University of Michigan. <laughs> It's not on my resume. iHeartMedia, Cumulus Media, <laughs> Robbie and Rochelle Show, and Pure Romance. Sorry. Number one, according to a new uh, study, the safest states in America are Vermont and Maine. Oh, shocker. Spoiler alert, that's because half the state have no people. Right. Nobody lives there. Shocker. The least safe are Louisiana, Mississippi, not the most populated states. Uh, yeah. Just, you know, you're driving through Mississippi. Just for the, dangerous. Oh, my God. You're just mad you live in Mississippi. Hey, y'all, uh, y'all want to eat some roadkill? <laughs> Welcome to Mississippi. We live here and we don't know how to spell it. Ew. New Jersey came in number 15, by the way. Okay. New York, number not, 22. Not great. Not great. Not great. Not great. <laughs> World famous celebrity birthday file. Kelly Osborne, she's 38 today. That's mm-hmm. uh, Ozzy's daughter. Yeah. Six- Simon Laban from Duran, Duran, 64. Ivan Reitman uh, is dead, but he's on the list here. Oh, okay. And he's apparently, his estate's being sued by Anna Ferris. We had that story. Oh, right, yes. Lee Greenwood, he's 79. Have, have I told my Lee Greenwood story recently about how he wanted me to buy a snakeskin cowboy boots the time I introduced him singing the God Bless the USA song? And you did buy them. And I did because he inferred that he was going to buy them for me so I could be a cowboy like him, and then he didn't. <laughs> and they were very expensive. Teddy Roosevelt and John Gotti born on this date. Oh boy. There's a whole bunch of testosterone mm-hmm. for you. Today is National Black Cat Day. Aww. National American Beer Day. Okay. All right. That's the fair. banquet beer. <laughs> and happy birthday to the nylon stockings. They were uh, created by DuPont this date of 1938, released to the market. Nylon. Really? Synthetic yarn, nylon stocking. I think uh, nylons are kind of sexy on a woman. I know you do. Is I... that an old fashioned thing to say? No, I don't think so. I think like that's... all those 1940s pinups all had those nylons. Right. You know? Yeah, they're very nice. They're just. You would know all about that working for pure romance. I... Well, no, we didn't sell those because those are a pain in the butt to get on, and women don't actually like those, fun fact. I have them on, and I have a run. Yeah, ex- every time. Every time. Here they time. are, here's my life, and they're ripped. <laughs> the combing Rochelle's resume while Joe does his report here. See what else hmm. I don't know about Rochelle. Hmm. Hmm. Huh. I know, right? We learned something here, buddy. You, yeah. You absolutely knew that. I had no I mean, recollection I, of, of anything like that. You that must you were- have just... Blanked it out. Blocked it out. out. Yeah, because yeah. I've absolutely told you that I did that. You're like Dr. Ruth. 
Yeah. <laughs> no idea. Replace the filth with Mary Kay. <laughs> That's what you did. Yeah, I, don't think I, I think talking. I think that is a completely normal thing. I'd do probably do the exact same thing. I would just block it out and assume block that it was it either Tupperware or Mary Kay Cosmetics. That's, That's right. That's right. That's exactly what you did. Thank you, Joe. Thanks. Thanks for always having my back. I appreciate that. Oh, I'm right there with you, baby. <laughs> If I can rely on anyone in this life, life, it's Joe Nolan. Oh, it's definitely me. It's definitely you. Definitely me. It's He Said, She Said, with Robbie and Rochelle. Speaking of your former employment with Pure Romance, how about this? (laughs) There's something that's not edible. (laughs) (laughs) I guess I could also do the Seth Rogen laugh. (laughs) Something that's... You're so good at that. <laughs> Nothing that's uh, well. The joke always used to be when you wanted to make a joke about smoking pot, you'd joke yeah. about Willie Nelson or yeah. Cheech and Chong. Now it's Seth Rogen. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> updating my vocabulary here. Uh, something non-edible that you wish was edible. Mm. <laughs> you work for Pure Romance. I got these edible underpants, those sort of things. I have no desire for those to be edible. I've never looked at a pair of uh, boxer shorts and thought, I wish those were edible. Yeah. Just take them off. That's gross. <laughs> Never looked at a shirt, any kind of uh, article of clothing, and thought I wish it was edible. Yeah, I have. Um, I have this cream. It's <laughs> not from Pure Romance, uh-huh. but it is called Brazilian Bum Bum Cream. What the hell is that? It's it's supposed to be just like a skin tightening cream. Okay, but it smells like a tropical vacation. Sure. It's, it's like the best lotion ever, and every time I put it on, I'm semi tempted to like. Take a little lick. Because <laughs> it tastes like, or it smells like a pina colada almost, mm. but it is obviously lotion. Well, it's funny because a lot of uh, your sense of taste of something being delicious is yeah. because you're smelling it in your uh, nose yes. works in tandem with your taste buds. Right. But of course, when it comes to something like that, your taste buds would be sorely dissatisfied. Just, right. It's the same like candles. I will not buy a candle that smells like a cookie or something. Because you want to bite a chunk out of the candle? I eat it. <laughs> So if the candle was edible, I, that would be great, but also I don't want to have them in my house. I sometimes feel that way about uh, animal food. <laughs> you, have, you have tried animal food. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you go over somebody's house and they got a, um, why's my, yeah, this is that, uh, sorry, I don't mean to interrupt the whole watch? thing. Yeah, well, my watch is connected. I was uh, ranting about this earlier to the email and I think and the Wi-Fi and it's it just it, <laughs> the other day we were, it started playing music. I don't even know my phone played music. It's That's funny. Very strange. But anyway, uh, yeah, sometimes you're over somebody's house they get a dog and you smell those mm-hmm. dog biscuits. Mm-hmm. They smell pretty good. You know, they say, oh, do you want to feed the dog? And I'm like, oh, this, this smells like a, like a ginger <laughs> snap cookie. It smells pretty good. <laughs> You know, I like salmon. I like tuna. So sometimes we open a can of, tr- of Friskies for Rick Ugh, the cat. It doesn't look good, though. It smells like, uh, I like raw tuna. You know, I, know, I like raw salmon. it looks like salmon. the raw tuna that you put in your mouth and then chewed it up and then spit it back in the can. That's no, it, what it does. looks no, like. Yes, it does. Well, you just don't like, uh, you don't like raw stuff. No. You might do sushi, but beyond that, you're not into raw seafood. But to me, it looks pretty good. So I've often wished that, uh, you know, for humans, yeah. the uh, animal food was edible. What about plastic? Not that it looks or tastes good, but I think it would... I mean, you got to be more specific. It would be you... much less waste if you could just, if you were drinking out of a straw. <laughs> or, like, maybe I could get my plastic bags back if I was able to just serve it for dinner, too. Yeah. Bring your bags back from Stop and Shop, <laughs> and then you eat them. Right. I don't know that they look good, but if they were edible and you could use them as, like, a seasoning or something, and then it would just reuse them. I just want my plastic bags that's back. Not, that's not a terrible idea. Look, <laughs> you're a conservationist, yes. by God. Something that's not edible. It's not edible. But you wish that it was edible. You wish you could eat it. What do you think of? 
have to admit, if you were here with us at the very beginning of the program, we were giving Mark a hard time because he was looking at next week for mm-hmm. Thursday Night Football. Because the Eagles are doing uh, Thursday Night Football next week, yeah. not tonight. And he said that wrong. And so he's like, oh, man, this is great. Someone made a mistake, and it wasn't me. It's not my fault. <laughs> and then I did make a mistake because someone texted in. And I'll have the story for you in a second. I had the wrong, I had the wrong idea about uh, a baby bull that you can take a picture with. Yeah. So I'll get to that in just a second. So I went on and on about how Mark made a mistake. and mm-hmm. I was in the, But then, of course, it bit me in the ass. So like, I made Whoops. a mistake myself. So yeah. there you go. Time for your CBB, your community bulletin board, your friendly neighbor, uh, neighborhood CBB. If you got something good going on in the neighborhood, your community organization, a business, a charity, a local group, let us know about it. You always text us in an event, 732-774-4444. You do it on the Boss Facebook page. Shoot us a direct message or do it at 1071theboss.com where you can also click station or community events, see where the Boss Roadies are going to be on tour and additional events we don't have time for here on the radio because I go on and on about Mark and uh, the mistakes he makes it of the business at hand. Mm-hmm. I do want to mention you, Robbie and Rochelle Boss Brody's going to be out your chance to win. Uh, tomorrow night, starting at 5, it's the final weekend. Of course, Halloween weekend, a big deal here. Right. At Halloween in Homedale. Rick is from Homedale. Guy just won the tickets. Maybe he'll come see us tomorrow night. Oh, That'd be very I nice so. if you come and personally thank me, Rick. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> we'll see how they're starting at Wow. Five. Not necessary. No, though, not, Rick. Not, not, not. It's a necessary. joke. It's a joke. <laughs> we got those cool little trick or treating bags that get the uh, station logo on them. Right. Too. So come and see us tomorrow night from 5 to 7. Halloween, the Bell Works in Homedale. Middletown Recreation, Middletown Arts Center hosting the Halloween Hullabaloo. That goes on Saturday from 5 to 9. Parking's available at Fairview Fields with shuttle service to the park. They get trick or treat bags to the first 500 kids, music, costume contest, hayride crafts, and a whole lot more. That's MiddletownNJ.org for the info. Now, here's what I was talking about. Halloween at the market is going on Sunday. New Egypt Flea Market Village in Cream Ridge from 8 in the morning till 2. Dress up, bring the kids, trunk or treat, food trucks, local vendors, and take pictures. I said with the sheriff and his bull, it's Sheriff the Bull. Right, it's with Sheriff and the Baby Bull. Now, the Cream Ridge PD will be there, of course, (laughs) as they are good members of our community, our local police department, our police force. But it's not their bull. His name just happens to be Sheriff the Bull. Now, I understand. (laughs) New Egypt Flea Market Village on Facebook for the info on that one. And Highland Park's annual Halloween festival is going on Sunday from 1 to 4, 6th Avenue, Highland Park. Check out the Haunted House, live music, crafts, a special Halloween parade, giveaways, and more. And no, the Haunted House is not Town Hall. It's (laughs) hpborough.com for more info. Just a couple of things we thought you, yes, you, needed to know this morning. Just moments away from your first chance to play for Chris Kringle Cash. A lot of phone calls about this this morning. Mm-hmm. I thought it was at 7. Well, we uh, gave you all the details at 7. Right. If you missed it, you just go to 1071theboss.com right now. Sign up, get the exact hours we play today. And every day, we'll be doing this right through the holiday season. Up to $500 first time we play right after 9. It'll be no less than 100 so you're definitely winning a couple hundred bucks one way or another. Right. And you can qualify for five grand if you sign up. Chris Kringle Cash, 1071theboss.com. Exciting stuff. So he said. She said. Found out earlier this morning that Rochelle apparently was a, what do they call this, a salesperson for pure romance? Pure romance consultant. Selling adult toys to unsuspecting women. They were were not unsuspecting. (laughs) They knew exactly what they were They knew what they were getting into. You got to think of this morning. This is kind of funny, but it doesn't have to apply to something salacious like that. It could be really anything. (laughs) Is there something that's uh, non-edible? You're not supposed to eat it. Yeah. But you just wish that you could. It looks so good. You wish you could just gobble it right up. Jackie said, my perfume, it smells like candy. I've been tempted to try it, but I haven't. Mm. It's going to be, it's going to taste like rubbing alcohol. Yeah, not a good idea. (laughs) I've accidentally sprayed perfume I go to spray it on my neck and gotten it, you know, by my face and on my yep. lip. And then uh, you probably good. say the same thing about toothpaste. You know, it tastes so good in your mouth. Yeah, and that's like, well, true. it's fine in my mouth. That's true. And you swallow it, you're immediately going to feel like, oh, that yeah. was a terrible decision. Hurt your tummy. Sure. We got a text from 3624 that said, 
the pizza from the old Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cartoons. <laughs> I've never found one that looks as gooey and delicious as theirs. <laughs> Follow the trail of pizza rat through the subway. <laughs> you find a Ninja Turtles pizza. That's no, that's amazing. true. Do you remember the old cartoon from the 80s? I, yes. You I know that they the had 80s. an animator who was assigned to draw just the pizza. Yeah. That was his whole job. Yeah. And he did. He made it look so good. <laughs> I know exactly what that guy's talking about. So I remember funny. watching that as a kid. <laughs> Chris said, my wife's cooking. <laughs> <laughs> That's not nice, Chris. Where's my rim shot? Where's my <laughs> Where's my Tommy Shaughnessy when I need it? Not how, nice. How about a kid? How about a little baby? Ever said that? You go, oh, she's so cute. I wish I could just eat her. Are you Hansel and Gretel? No, Get you're not out of here. <laughs> you kid? never heard that expression? I mean, yeah, but I don't. The kid's actually, so cute, I could just eat those cheeks. But I don't actually want to eat a kid. You're going Jeffrey Dahmer over here. No, I'm weirdo. not going Jeffrey Dahmer. You're taking it literally. Just well, this, this is literally. Well, that's an expression. People say that. That yeah, kid's so cute, I could just eat those little cheeks, those little chubby arms. That's a nice, that's cute. Not literally. Yeah, but now, the question is, now they're actually becoming edible. Listen, go sell your pure romance, all right? <laughs> We're broadcasting okay. here. Hi there. Yes, he said, she said? Yeah. Yes. There used to be a shampoo back in the day made by Suave. It was strawberry scented, but it was, oh my God, it smelled so good, you'd actually want to eat it. I don't think you guys remember that or not. No. But I understand that. It's just uh, you get it in your mouth and then you regret the decision very quickly. Yes, without a doubt. <laughs> All right. It's something non-edible. You just wish it was. 732-774-4444. If you got a good one here, 732-774-4444. You can uh, text the boss, very same number, or get us on Facebook. There's your he said. She said. A few more next. <laughs> Robbie and Rochelle in the morning, 1071 The Boss. I think we do have a couple of callers here. Am I caller 10? Yes, you are. Nice going. Woohoo! Merry Christmas. <laughs> we got Chris Kringle cash for you. Let me just be clear because we've had a couple people suggest we start playing Santa Claus coming to town. No Christmas music. We're not playing Christmas music. Not yet, okay? We're just giving okay. out just giving out Santa's money. And that works out well for you. Let's see what we got in the bag here. And whoa, look at this. We start out with five hundred dollars cash. How's that for a little holiday shopping money? Five hundred. Oh my God! He's made my week, my weekend, my month. <laughs> All right, now a couple more questions. What's your name? Diane. Diane, where are you calling us from? I am calling from Howell. And have you signed up at one zero seven one theboss dot com? I have. You've also just qualified for five thousand dollars cash. <laughs> Somebody is going to win all that money right before Christmas, but you got the five hundred this morning just for getting through. Enjoy it, okay, Diane? I will. Thank you. You know how this works. Tell everybody who is Jersey's free money radio station. One oh seven one. The boss. It's a funny one. Thursday ones tend to be a little quirky. Talking about um, foods or non-foods. Yeah. You, well, you wish this was a food, I should say, but it is not. You wish it was edible. It is not edible. It just smells so good. It looks good, mm -hmm. but then you, you should not eat it. Now, maybe it'd be, you know, toxic or maybe just something that would be kind of ugh yeah. if you ate it. You know? But you shouldn't eat it either way. It looks good, but you shouldn't couldn't put it in your mouth. Damien said shaving cream. It looks delicious <laughs> and it's already next to your mouth. It is not whipped cream. It is not whipped cream. It is shaving cream. Have you ever gotten shaving cream in your mouth? Well, inevitably when you shave, yeah. I haven't used shaving cream in years, but when I used to uh, <laughs> use a straight razor, sure. And it's, uh, I mean, it doesn't taste terrible. You know? No. It's not awful. <laughs> it does look like Cool Whip, though. But it's it is exactly not. what it looks like. And it's got, uh, it's got a, a pleasant smell to it, mm -hmm. but you don't, uh, yeah, you don't want to eat it. You don't want to do that. No. We got a text from O204 that said, Oh, boy. Your, oh boy. Urinal cakes. They're urinal cakes. They're already named after a food and they smell delicious. 
He's got to be trolling us. That's, I got to be honest. He's got to be trolling us. I, I've obviously never used a urinal, so I'm not entirely sure what a urinal <laughs> cake is or how it smells. It's a little, uh, it's over the drain at the bottom of the urinal. Does it smell good? No, absolutely not. <laughs> I mean, I suppose if it's brand new and the bathroom's never been used before, it might have kind of a fresh, you know, like those little, uh, those little blue things you put in the toilet bowl to make it clean. Yeah. I guess when you first put it in there, if the toilet is spick and span, it might smell okay. It might smell like flour, but... <laughs> I've never been in a men's bathroom out where it smelled good, let me tell you. That's dis- that's He's trolling us. That's disgusting. Christina said, uh, plates and utensils, not because I actually want to eat them, but because I hate doing dishes. Hi, it's the boss. Good morning. Hi, how you doing? All right. Gingerbread houses. Remember mm-hmm. I was a kid, you used to make those, sit them there, and at the end of the season, you go to eat them, and they're like rock candy. Yeah. yeah. After a while, see, they start out edible, but then after a while, they are not edible. No. And some people, uh, some um, bakers, I guess, use a glue that I think is not edible. And you better be Correct. aware of that before you bite into it, you know? <laughs> definitely, definitely. You guys are great. I have a good day. Uh, thank you, my friend. Okay. It's nice to hear someone say that, isn't it? it Thank is. you. That's so kind. <laughs> I'm not expecting that kind of kindness. Seven three two seven seven four forty four forty four is also the boss text connect, so you can text anytime you still want to answer or on Facebook. And a uh, reminder: we got a picture of me from when I was a kid, looking like Rick Moranis. But we're, we're doing a little caption contest on our Facebook as well. And uh, my favorite comment: and be as mean as you want. Uh-huh. I can take it. I don't care. That's fine. I'll laugh at myself. It was like a roast. Mm-hmm. The uh, the celebrity Dean Martin roast I've always wanted. Uh-huh. Do that on the Facebook. Uh, my favorite comment: I'm going to send him a Robbie and Rochelle morning coffee mug a T-shirt. All right. Yeah. So that's going on as well. <laughs>